0: React in the way that we respond to the world around us. And to be able to have education around language and the way that it impacts our subconscious has the ability to change our lives. More personal, more vulnerable. We've arrived at your destination. What's up, guys? How's everyone doing today? I hope you are having a beautiful day. And if you're not having a beautiful day, I am sending you all my love and all my grace because... Not every day is going to be a good day and that's okay. I feel like we find ourselves fighting hard feelings. We find ourselves really struggling to accept that not every single day is going to be a great day. And that is just the experience of being human. So wherever you're at today, just accept it for what it is and know that you are not alone and I am here with you and we are going to try to change that state and get us in a higher vibration together through education because to know ourselves is to love ourselves the fact that you're even here just shows that you give a fuck about your growth about your evolution about who you are becoming and that awareness and that want and that and that need for that is is enough so today we're going to be talking about how you can shift your language to shift your life and how the power of language has the ability to shift neural pathways in our brain and and sink into our subconscious to create new patterns and default behaviors for ourselves because our brain loves familiarity. I will say this now at the very beginning. Our brain craves familiarity. So whatever you are constantly telling yourself, whatever society is constantly telling us, that becomes our imprint, that becomes our programming. So keep that in mind as we move throughout the episode. Also, hi guys, I'm Kayla Rose. I am the podcast host of Skinny Dipping. And Skinny Dipping is a podcast where we all learn together. We are all the student and we are all the teacher and we are all the experiencer. And we learn about the mind, the body and the soul in order to create actionable change in our lives. It blows my mind how there's just like tens of thousands of us listening to this podcast this week and how we have this beautiful community and this beautiful space to come to, to grow together collectively. And I am just so fucking grateful every single day that I have this community. I'm so fucking grateful that every single moment in my life led me to being in this place and space where I get to do this. Like, are you fucking kidding? That's like the biggest blessing ever. And a big part about, you know, being able to do things is is thinking that you can, you know, what is that saying? Or it's like if you think that you can or if you think that you can't, you're right. And that's because what we tell ourselves matters. And I'm going to get into the nuance of this during this conversation because, you know, as somebody with anxiety, I understand intrusive thoughts. And I'm not going to demonize myself for my intrusive thoughts or think that my intrusive thoughts are going to come true just because I keep saying them. So I'm going to explain that in this episode because I feel like it can be so misconstrued and people with anxiety think like, okay, you know, my my language my thoughts create my reality and I just don't think that's 100% true and for people with chronic anxiety and mental health disorders and and really bad intrusive thoughts that can be a really damaging narrative that can be a really troubling narrative to people who have intrusive thoughts because your intrusive thoughts are not going to come true that's not how this works but what will happen is we will imprint more anxiety more panic in our mind by you know programming our mind to be that way and by telling ourselves a new story by being aware of our language we have the ability to alter the way that we interact with the world so let's get into it that was just like a sneak peek of what is to come but I'm Kayla Rose this is skinny dipping the podcast make sure to subscribe like follow me on instagram at SundaysKK at skinny dipping diaries Get the shadow work ebook below because it's still on sale guys for only a little bit longer and then it's going to go to the full price. Anyway, shameless self-plug. Let's get into it. Who's ready to strip down and dive in? This is motherfucking skinny dipping. Let's go. They have shown through They've shown through scientific Many institutions have showed through scientific research that the way that we use our language impacts the world. For a silly little example, like they did this one research study where they had people balancing on a beam and when they used language about it being really difficult, the people ended up like falling off and failing at it. And when they used neutral language, not judging it, good or bad, people did fine. It wasn't too difficult for them. And the way that they were approached to the situation actually impacted how they interacted with the situation, how they did, how they showed up in the world, how they showed up within that test. For another example, basically, like the way that... Different languages across across different cultures shifts our perspective of the world. For example, I was watching this one YouTube video last night, and they did this research where they were showing that um, in you know Spanish speaking cultures they would say the vase broke. Like if if somebody broke a vase, they would just say oh the vase broke. But in English, we say you know he broke the vase, she broke the vase, they broke the vase you know, and there is this concept of blame within that language. And within English speaking culture, there was more blame and more punishment compared to just the vase broke rather than saying who did it and knowing that it was an accident. So therefore, because it wasn't intentional, they use different language. And that just shows that the way that we use our language and the way that society and cultures across the world use language impacts the way that we interact with the world it might make life easier or harder or it might make us more or less like difficult and hard on ourselves or on other people or more or less judgmental depending on the language that we are using our language is our base for the way that we interact with others and the way that we interact with ourselves Every single day, you are using language, even if you don't see anyone. You are having thoughts in your head. In whatever language that you typically think in, you are going to be thinking thoughts in your head that shape your reality. And I think we all know by now that, you know, Your thoughts and the way that we speak to ourselves has the ability to have an impact on ourselves. If you wake up every single day and you're like, I I hate my body. I hate the way that I look. I suck. I'm not successful. I suck at this. I suck at that. When you do that, this is imprinting into your subconscious because like I said before, the subconscious loves familiarity. The ego loves familiarity because what is familiar equals safe. So the more that we tell ourselves something, that just becomes our programming. That's just how our brains work. And especially when you are from the ages zero to five, that is when you take in most of this programming that's going to impact you for the rest of your life. That's why, you know, kids have showed who have grown up in households where their parents are like, you're going to be successful. They do better in school. They get into more colleges. And the scientific research behind people who are like, Their parents are like, you suck, you will never amount to anything. They really struggle with self-worth and they struggle with success and money and struggle in school. And that is because the way that we speak to ourselves and the way that others speak to ourselves impact our perception of who we are directly. And that is why it is not about lying to yourself, okay? I, I love a good fake it till you make it mindset, I love a good little, you know, I'm going to just act as if until I am, I am going to just try to harness this energy of somebody who is really confident and fake it till I make it. I think that is actually a really powerful technique here. But at the same time, it's also about showing yourself evidence and showing yourself the truth because our brain loves to determine things as truthful or not truthful. So, for example, when you are going to do something like, okay, um, when I started surfing, for example, and I was like, I can't do that. And that's why my whole life I never surfed because I literally was like, I can't do that. Like, And I grew up in Hawaii and with that I had this big pressure around feeling like, oh, I'm not a surfer or whatever. And... I literally had this belief that I couldn't do that. And I would just always say, oh, I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't do that. And that imprinted into my brain so badly that the first like seven to ten times that I tried to surf, I literally didn't catch a single wave and I just cried because I felt so scared because I was like, I can't do this. And it wasn't until one day that we were driving home and I hadn't caught a wave. I had a panic attack in the water. My boyfriend was like, Kayla, you need to stop saying that you can't do this. You can do this. Everyone learns at some point you're going to get it like and he wasn't trying to even be inspirational He was just trying to kind of put me in my place and be like What is the truth? And that's something my therapist says to me a lot when I am going off telling a story and making so much meaning out of a story She's like, well, is that true? Like is that actually the meaning? Is that actually what's happening? And sometimes you just need to pattern interrupt stop the thought pattern and be like, hey, that's valid But is that actually truth? Can you actually not do that? Are you actually ugly? Like, are you actually unsuccessful? This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like it's easy to, you know, accomplish your dreams when you're feeling your best. But then when we're not feeling good, we totally fall off track and we lose ourselves and we lose track of that discipline that it needs to get us to where we want to go. And that's why I love checking in weekly with a therapist because she keeps me on track. She helps me through my mental health, you know, experience and allows me to really become the most empowered version of myself. I want you to also step into your power and therapy is the best. The best way to step into your power Because you are going to own your shit You're going to accept yourself as you are And you are going to grow And you're going to transform and evolve And that is going to create empowerment in your life And I want that for you And that is why I love BetterHelp Because therapy isn't affordable or accessible for everyone But with BetterHelp, it is It's it's affordable, it's accessible It's all online And you can literally switch therapists at any time And I want to give you guys 10% off So you're going to go to betterhelp.com Skinny dipping today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, dot slash Skinny Dipping. And give it a try because BetterHelp is the best option for this. This podcast is also sponsored by Open. As you guys know, Open is my favorite app. Why? Because it has breath work, meditation, yoga, Pilates classes, and so much more all on one app and i swear to god the teachers on this app are amazing and the breath work first of all just helps me get back into a clear state of mind the meditation brings me into more more peace and i'm able to do short one minute or five minute meditations which i absolutely love because sometimes i feel like a 20 minute meditation which they have feels so overwhelming so i love these shorter breath work and meditations that they have on the app and the teachers are absolutely amazing and we want to give you guys 30 days for free So you can try it out. You guys are going to go to withopen.com slash skinny dipping to get 30 days for free. Again, that's withopen.com slash the podcast skinny dipping. And I'll see you guys in class. And sometimes you just need to pattern interrupt, stop the thought pattern and be like, hey, that's valid. But is that actually truth? Can you actually get nothing done? Whatever these limiting beliefs are that you keep telling yourself, is it actually true? Because I bet when you actually sit and you think about it, you're going to be like, wait, no, (laughs) it's actually not true. Like I actually can do it, even though it's difficult, even though it's challenging, even though I might not necessarily be great at it. I still can do it. And when you begin to take a pattern, interrupt and then shift the narrative and then ask yourself, what is truth and then being honest with yourself. Every single time that you say that you can't do something, you are telling yourself a story that you've made in your head. Because it's not actually true that you can't do it because literally everyone can learn anything. For example, I saw this TikTok and it was this girl who is now a dancer for the Dallas Cowboys, which is fucking amazing and and a dream life for so many people. And You know, I would think she grew up dancing like I did, you know, since she was five years old and had all the training. But nope, she actually just started three years ago. And it was this compilation of videos on TikTok. And it was her showing her in her first dance class and her wanting to be a dancer her whole life but never thinking that she could do it. And I watched this progression of her dance videos and she sucked at first. I'm not going to lie. She had no technique. She had no groove, no vibe, like not being judgy, just, just speaking of fact. And she knew that too. You know, she was like, I, I'm not very good at this. She showed up every single week. She practiced, she went to class, she learned techniques, she learned groove. She watched videos of other people And three years later, she's a professional dancer and she's amazing. She's literally so clean, has amazing technique, has amazing groove, can just really get down and vibe and is an amazing dancer for the Dallas Cowboys. And she didn't do it growing up. And and anyone else in that position would be like, I can't be a dancer because I can't do that. Like, I didn't grow up doing it. That isn't my natural default mode. Like, I just can't do that. That's what most people would say, right? But it's like, you can. She did it. She sucked at first, and now she's a professional dancer. Three years later, it takes commitment, practice, technique, and fucking showing up and starting. That's all it takes. Like, I always thought you needed, like, this really natural ability. But at the end of the day, you can learn to do anything. You can literally learn to do anything if you set your mind to it. So stop using that language. I can't do this. I can't. Because you can. And the more that we tell ourselves we can't do something, the more we are limiting... The abundant nature of who we are, because at the end of the day, our natural state as soul humans is abundance, is possibility, is curiosity, is finding ourselves and getting lost and then finding who we can be and what we can learn and and who we can become. So I really want you to stop using that language. I can't. Yeah, let's just stop that one because you can and anyone can learn to literally do anything. On top of that, guys, I really want to talk about the powerful statement, I am. Because all day long, you know, if you pick up anything from this podcast, it is be mindful of how you use your I am's. For example, you know, I am is literally the most powerful phrase in the human language. But I am is so fucking powerful. And that is you claiming who you are. That is you claiming your motherfucking identity. So it's like why are we constantly going around being like, I am not successful. I am not, I am not as successful as my friends. Okay. That's like something that maybe somebody would use. I am not as successful as my friends. And it's just like, wait, 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 pause for a second. Change it to, I can be, I can be not as successful as my friends. Or for example, for me, I'm like, I am an angry person. Not true. I can be, I can be an angry person because the thing about being human is that we have states and states shift and you are never one thing. You are an evolving, ever changing being. You are an evolving, ever changing soul. So stop saying that I am to all these negative things in your life because you can be those things. You can be a bitch. You can be, you know, maybe lazy at times. You can be um, unmotivated. You can be kind of dumb. Like, whatever. You can be. We all can be those things. We all can be. Change the I am for the negative statements to I can be because you know what? You being that thing sometimes in certain states does not change who you are which is an abundant, prosperous, soulful, loving being. At your core, you are love. And at your core, you are divine perfection. And you can be things that are human. You can be all these things that we, you know, quote as negative and we deem these things as negative, which, first of all, that's a whole other conversation around, you know, us choosing things within our language to be good or to be bad when at the end of the day everything is neutral until you put meaning to it after you put meaning to it which is where you know language comes into play we create language and then we put meaning to it and then we put story to it and then we have this whole narrative within our heads but without the narrative and without the story everything in life is just neutral it's not good It's not bad. It's not positive. It's not negative. It just is. It's just being everything constantly. I'm just like staring at nature right now when I'm recording this, looking at the trees and the vines out here in Hana, Hawaii, and I'm like, everything is just being. Even me right now, I could say I'm doing a good job doing this podcast or I'm doing a shitty job or whatever, but I'm just like, I am actually just being without the judgment, without the story, without the making of the meaning. I am just neutral. Everything is just neutral. So that's why we need to stop saying I can't do things and that you are this thing all the time because you are ever evolving and you are ever changing and you can be a certain way. You can be annoying sometimes, I bet. I can be annoying sometimes too. Like, I can be that way often. I can be dumb sometimes. But that doesn't negate all my intelligence. That doesn't negate how smart that I can be. That doesn't negate my divine perfection because I am divine perfection. At my core, I am love. At my core, I am light. At my core, I am empathy and compassion and understanding. These are the terms that you want to use after I am. Just being mindful about shifting your language and taking the negative things and not being, you're not completely lying to yourself, okay? You can sometimes do a fake it till you make it technique. I think that works. Great too. Speak kindly to yourself and eventually it will become your reality. But if that doesn't feel feasible for you. If that doesn't feel achievable, if you don't feel like that feels real and authentic to you, just start shifting your language from I am to I can be. And then after you say, it, you know, I can be, you know, dumb sometimes be like, but that doesn't negate all my intelligence because it doesn't because you have so much within you and you are not just one thing. You are multifaceted and you are layered. And that is the truth. And when we realize that we can take our language and we can actually search for what is true, That is how we are really going to shift our subconscious with our language. For example, like with hating your body, like this is also a good one. Like getting up every day and being like, oh my God, I, I don't look good. I don't like my body. I look too skinny. I look too fat. I look too this. I look too that. I don't like my skin. I hate my body, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Valid. We all have feelings. But like I said before, it on its own is neutral. Your body on its own is neutral. And if you can begin to use body neutrality language in your life that is going to completely shift your relationship with your body instead of getting up and looking in the mirror and being like oh I don't look good say I feel strong today I'm going to make myself feel strong and if you don't feel strong maybe be like I feel I feel soft and I feel feminine and that's beautiful take the language and and say how you feel say what you want your body to do for you show gratitude for your body and and for What it is and how it is your vessel to carry you through life rather than focusing on the negatives of what it looks like. And if you can just begin to shift your language and use mindful language that is authentic to you around your personality, your body, your business, your schooling, whatever it is, this is going to change your life. Just be mindful of your language and be mindful of the language that you use about others because every time that you are pointing a finger at somebody else, you are pointing three back at you. And you are judging yourself when you are judging them. That is just truth. Basically, guys, just be aware of how you use your language. Now I want to talk about the other side of this, the flip side to this, where people are like, your thoughts create your reality, which can be true to an extent, but I don't necessarily believe that. I believe our frequency and our intention with the way that we interact with the world, that is what creates our reality. Are we living out of a place of love or out of a place of lack? Are we living out of a place of understanding and compassion and empathy and acceptance and surrender or are we living out of a place of control and frustration and fear and hate and I just don't necessarily think that our thoughts create a reality because as somebody who has very intrusive thoughts like I will just be walking around and I'll be like oh no I'm probably gonna get hit in the head with a branch or a rock and I'm gonna die or I'm gonna like Or I'll be out walking somewhere and I'm like, somebody's going to attack me. Like, I just have really like morbid, intrusive thoughts. And like, I've always had a really bad anxiety since I was a kid. And I have struggled with it so much because I'm like, oh, no, don't think that it's going to come true. No, it never does. (laughs) It never comes true. And that's just not how it works. Your intrusive thoughts are not going to come true. And anyone that tells you that is fear-mongering you, and it's fucking bullshit. Listen to your truth. Listen to your authentic self and be like, okay, this is an intrusive thought right now. (laughs) This is just an intrusive thought, and that is what it is. And I just have anxiety right now. And personally, if you can get to the core of why you have anxiety, your intrusive thoughts will shut the fuck up. Truly, I have noticed that I will have like terrible, morbid, just extreme intrusive thoughts that will not come true. They're never going to fucking happen, but I'll still be thinking about them and obsessing over them. And I noticed that those intrusive thoughts are actually distracting me from my true anxiety or my true sadness. And that's why they're coming up to distract my mind from what I'm actually feeling. So I'm going to think the worst case scenario because my mind will 100% fixate on that. My mind will 100% obsess over that and if I can actually get to the root and be like what am I anxious about or or likewise what am I sad about right now that is going to remove those intrusive thoughts because I'm getting to the root of what I'm trying to distract myself from and that's all intrusive thoughts are distractions and they're embodiments of your actual anxiety for something else that is going on so no, it's not true. Your your thoughts create your reality. Your language creates your world. And at the same time, not but, but and because it's nuanced. It's it's not either or, it's both and. And your intrusive thoughts will not manifest. And the bad things that you think are not going to come true. And yes, it is important to shift your thoughts to a place of gratitude because that will put you on the frequency of abundance. When you shift to gratitude, when you shift to just being present and noticing, I am grateful for the water that I'm drinking right now. I'm grateful for the couch that I'm sitting on. I'm grateful for the view that I'm looking at. I'm grateful for, you know, I'm grateful for this microphone right now. I'm grateful for my journal that I write my thoughts in. I'm grateful for all these things as we shift to gratitude. We shift to a frequency of an abundance. And it is not your thoughts that create your life, but rather your frequency. Your frequency creates your life. And a lot of times our language affects our frequency and that just is what it is. And it's not about being fake. It's not about pushing away the the hard things or the difficult things to think of. It, it's about truly accepting, surrendering, and trying just in whatever way you can to shift your state, shift your state into something that feels good because you deserve to feel good. And a lot of us, like me, very much so included, are used to our suffering. We are comfortable in our suffering and we almost like our suffering and are addicted to it. And it's like, how can we step out of our suffering and into our joy and into our gratitude? Because the more that we can speak of the good things in our life, the more that that will be attracted to us. And it's not just that simple, right? We also need to take aligned action. and We also need to make sure that we are being kind to others and being kind to the world and getting that karmic cycle return for ourselves, you know? Um, there's a lot that plays into the world that we create besides just our words, but our language is a key part of it, and it's a key part of our healing because if you can learn how to shift your language like I talked about earlier by Being mindful of your I am statements by stop saying that you can't do something, by telling yourself a new truth, a new meaning, a new story through your language, by saying, you know, I can be that way, but I can also be this. And that doesn't negate how I am inherently worthy. Like the bad things that I can be sometimes and the bad states, you know, bad quote unquote, because I'm judging in this moment, you know, but it is neutral. If, if I don't judge it, it, it's not doing anything. But the, the difficult states that I can be in or the difficult person that I can be doesn't negate how I am inherently worthy in my own being. Okay, don't hate me for doing a little pause in the episode, but I just really wanted to ask something of you guys. When you're done with this episode, if you feel called, if you feel like this made an impact on your life, please go ahead and text this episode to somebody that you think needs to hear this, or share it on your Instagram and tag me a little selfie of you with your AirPods in, whatever flows. I just want to continue to impact and help more people, so if you feel like this helped you in any way, please send this to somebody that you care about. I really, really appreciate it, and You are inherently worthy. Let's get back to the episode. Sorry. Bye. I just want to take a quick pause in this episode, guys, to let you know that I have something that I am so proud of. And I can't wait for you to utilize in your practice, especially with shadow work, because basically what shadow work is, is learning about the deep dark parts of ourself that we might want to turn away from and learning to bring them to the light and show them love, compassion, and most importantly, grace. So from everything from detaching from our manifestation, uncovering limiting beliefs, moving through moments of overwhelm, this shadow workbook that I created for you guys, 17 pages of journal prompts, of exercises, of fill in the blank, of information. This shadow workbook has the potential for you to do guided work with yourself yourself alone. If that's something you're at all interested in, go ahead and there's going to be a link below and it's on my stand store. You can purchase the shadow workbook and I'm going to give you guys 10% off. Just go ahead and type in all caps skinny dipping and that's going to give you 10% off your order and go check it out. I love you guys so much. You're inherently worthy and I hope to create more resources like this for you to heal on your own. But the the difficult states that I can be in or the difficult person that I can be doesn't negate how I am inherently worthy in my own being. So start telling yourself that truth because that will change your life. Yeah, I cried the first time that my therapist said, like, you can be a bitch. Like, you can be angry, but that doesn't negate how loving and caring and and special you are. I just sobbed. I literally just sobbed because I just, like, felt so seen in that moment. I was like, Damn. I can be these things, I can be a bitch, I can be angry, I can, I can yell, I cannot be in my authentic self, I can be this reactive person, but that doesn't negate how much I care, that doesn't negate how loving I am, and I literally sobbed, and I realized that that was the truth, like the story that I was telling myself that I wasn't a good person because of XYZ just wasn't true, that was a meaning that I was placing on a situation, not the actual truth itself. Okay. I want to give you guys a couple techniques. So there's this thing that I'm not going to get into hundred percent right now, but I'm going to give you like the littlest basis of it because it is really helpful. It's called neuro linguistic programming and NLP is basically neuro stands for your processes and patterns. And what happens is basically your nervous systems and your five senses takes in the world around you. And then it processes that information neurologically linguistic is your language and how your language influences your p for programming which is your behavior and it's your filter of the world It is your default mode that is your programming and basically they teach different techniques to kind of get into that subconscious programming and to shift it and you know you can for example the technique that we used earlier just shifting your language that is like the basis and like the smallest little bit of that nlp of that neuro linguistic programming but i want to teach you guys a couple different techniques that you can take with you that i've done in therapy and you can also do with yourself which is really cool okay the first one this little technique is called critical voice uh the critical voice technique basically when you have an intrusive thought comes up it can be anything from like i'm not good enough i'm ugly i suck like that intrusive thought to I'm going to be murdered in my sleep tonight intrusive thought. Like even if it's like crazy or if it's really like that deep wound subconscious, whichever one it is, you can use it on both. And basically the technique that they use is they say, imagine that this intrusive thought is like in Donald Duck's voice or a clown's voice or somebody who's like really silly Spongebob's voice or something like that. And you're going to imagine this silly voice saying this intrusive thought. Because what happens is that it's no longer this like wise, like um, really like demanding thought and voice that you really trust because we trust authoritative voices. So when you shift that mind in your brain and you kind of say it in a silly way, like I'm not good enough. Bah, bah, bah. I'm not good enough. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to really like do the Donald Duck voice, but. Basically, they use this technique because it takes away that authoritative voice and it takes us away from trusting that intrusive thought. And we're just like, you're just being silly right now. Like this is just a silly little thought. So that's a little technique that you can use. Another technique is called the dissociation technique. And this is when you are going to imagine the intrusive thought. For example, I'm gonna imagine like a uh, rock falling on my head, like I'm on going on a hike and I'm stressing out. And a rock is falling on my head. And what I'm gonna have myself do is I'm gonna imagine that image in my brain pulling away from me and it's getting smaller and it's in a little box and it's getting so small, so small, so small, small, so small, and it's going farther and farther and farther away. And then, From the background into the foreground, I'm going to see my new thought that I want to replace it with coming towards me. So now I'm going to imagine myself, you know, just having a relaxing time on my hike, listening to music, having a good time, just vibing and being with my friends. And I'm going to imagine that thought coming towards me. So the smaller one that I don't want is flying away and the one that I want is coming into the foreground. That is a little moving images dissociation technique that you can use for NLP. And then the last thing that I want to teach you guys around NLP is this concept of rapport. There's so much around NLP and I'm planning to get certified soon because it is so fucking interesting. But this is just some things that I know so far from my own experience in therapy. And rapport is basically the understanding and connection you have with someone and the trust that you have with someone through your language, through the way that you speak, the way that you interact. Your body language even is a key part of this. Body language is language. So rapport is really important to know because if you can have rapport with someone, you will have such a successful business. If you have rapport with someone, you will have successful relationships. And basically the key is to match and mirror what the other person is doing because it makes them feel safe with you. And this is really good for business like really really good if you're in an interview. This is how you're really going to get the job get the raise connect with somebody you're going to speak in the same tone of voice they are you're going to use similar language that they use you're going to have similar body posture if they're leaning back you lean back If they cross their arms you cross your arms if they sit forward you sit forward. What we are doing is we are mirroring these people so that they feel safe with us. And rapport is a really good technique to honestly get the things that you want in life. Um, and there is a lot of research around that, that it works. But that is just something to think about. Also, rapport comes with empathy and understanding and validating other people so that they trust you. And I feel like that's also a really important element to language is empathy and validation and and really like authentic communication um, that feels good to you. And the question, the final question that I asked myself here. So those are three little techniques. We have the critical voice technique. Then we have the dissociation technique, the moving images. And then we have the rapport technique that you can use in other people, specifically in business. Yeah, I feel like the final question that I have is how do we shift our words without inhibiting our expression? Because we want to shift our language and we want to shift the way that we show up in the world and the way that our language impacts us. But we also want to have authentic expression. And I think, first of all, just being mindful of that and mindful that that is an intention for you is super important. And then also, I think, just live in your authentic voice. And live in your authentic truth and ask yourself, like, well, what is my intention behind saying this? What is my intention behind acting this way or doing this or or acting or showing up in this certain way? Like, what is my intention? Because as long as you have, like, intentions of love, life will just show up for you. The universe will show up for you. I'm really learning that we need to live in love and empathy and and compassion. And as long as we live with that intention in life, like, we are just going to show up in the most authentic way possible it's so important to get your thoughts out get your feelings out and then not hold on to them because that's all they are it's just it's just thoughts let them flow by and and tell yourself new stories okay guys if you like this episode please share it with somebody that you love let me know what you think dm me on instagram at sundays kk or at skinny dipping diaries For the podcast, Um, you can find me on TikTok, on YouTube, all the things. And I have something really exciting planned that I can't wait to tell you guys about. So yeah, I love you guys. You are inherently worthy and thank you for listening. Like I'm really grateful for you sitting here with me and having this conversation because I think... If we can learn how to find the balance on the balancing beam of, of this language conversation, I really think that this has the ability to shift all our lives. Warmer, sunnier days are calling, so fuel up with them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. If you are like me, sometimes you can forget to feed yourself when you're super busy, and that's why I love Factor. Factor Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious and great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore, and you can have as little or... As much as you want every single week. And if this interests you at all, I'm gonna give you guys 50% off only for skinny dipping listeners. So head to factormeals.com skinny fifty and use code skinny fifty to get fifty percent off your first box plus twenty percent off your next month. Win-win. That's code skinny fifty at factormeals.com skinny fifty to get fifty percent off your first box, plus twenty percent off your next month while your subscription is active. Go check it out, it'll make your life so effortless and nutritious. And Kintz only works with factories that use safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which you know is so important to me when it comes to clothing brands. Get warm weather ready with Kintz. Go to kintz.com slash skinny dipping for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash skinny dipping to get free shipping and 365 day returns. kintscom slash skinny dipping.